And if you take those things, your relationships, um, the people around you and your values, and you really focus your energy toward those things instead of worldly things, not to get real crazy, instead of worldly things like money, then you can't really go wrong. Welcome to the podcast by Mikhail Alphon. What's up, socialites, and welcome to another episode of the podcast. As always, I am super pumped on this episode, but this one in particular, because today we're actually going to be sharing an interview that I recently did on the Entrepreneur Nation radio show on 88.9 FM for any of you SoCal listeners. Anyways, I love this episode because we're actually talking about how to achieve mindfulness in your day-to-day activities and getting away from that classic meditation scene of somebody sitting in a in a big field repeating om om all over again, right? So anyways, we talk about how to achieve it in the exercises that you do and the movies that you watch, the music that you listen to, and things that actually make sense for our busy lives. And I think a lot of you will actually love this episode. Anyways, before I speak too much, let's get on to the show. What is going on, everyone? This is Entrepreneur Nation with Ash Kumra here on KCI 88.9 FM in Irvine, California. Happy, happy, happy August summertime. This is a great time. We're having a great just month. I think the heat wave is hopefully going away. Um, you know, things are just getting flowing. Like, I just feel like this month is going by fast, or I should say this week. Don't you all think that? It's It's been an interesting time. I, I blink my eye, it's Monday and it's already Thursday. Wow, like, whoop, there it is, you know? It's just such a fast time, it's interesting. So, as you know, Entrepreneur Nation is all about helping entrepreneurs become successful, what it takes to, you know, you know hustle, succeed, do the things that can help you become a better entrepreneur. And as many of you know, we've been doing a continuous series on mindfulness. Mindfulness, for the general term, is what ways you can connect with your center. You know, things that you can do, whether it's journaling, whether it's meditation, whether it's taking a walk, whether it's, you know, uh, doing things that are just putting you at that centered spot and that centered feeling, a.k.a. your heart, a.k.a. your gut, a.k.a., you know, just that place where you're in control, you're comfortable, and life is not about looking at what is from the outside. It's about using the inside to make your outside uh, thrive. So it's going to be a great episode. I have my boy here, uh, Mikhail F1. He is with Blue Light uh, Media. And, you know, he has a really, really awesome story. He has a really good podcast. He has a banging digital marketing agency. And just a disclaimer, we can't cuss on air. This is radio, <laughs> just so you know, because I know on I your podcast. Cuss. Oh, right. Um, <laughs> besides knowing epic food and besides just being a really just an expert in like the world of marketing and building an agency and just you know overall creative uh you know what he is just a really mindful person and you know i was blessed to be on his podcast uh you guys will see a promotion of it from me over the next few days and our whole podcast was about an extension of what we've been talking about on this show, which is how to use mindfulness to be a better entrepreneur, be someone that can help perform better by using the ideas of mindfulness. You know, just to give that disclaimer, mindfulness is phenomenal for your personal self. It's great to wake up, get yourself primed, you know, take care of the stress, alleviate blood pressure, maybe make yourself focus better. But how do you use it in those tough situations? Or how do you use it after a tough situation as a business owner, entrepreneur, a rock star, someone of that sort? So instead of just sharing knowledge, theoreticals, and stuff like that, or even my story, I thought I'd get Mikhail to kind of talk about how he has used it to build his agency, his podcast, and other endeavors that he's doing. So how you doing, man? 
I'm doing great. Thank you for having me on here. Good. It's a lot of fun. Awesome. Well, yeah. First of all, tell us the first time you got into mindfulness, just on a, on a really granular level. Like, what did you do specifically, or how did you get into it? The first time I got into mindfulness was in, I'm going to say 2013, and it actually started with uh, hypnosis, Okay. which is which is kind of gnarly. Actually, at the Orange County Fair, I got hypnotized, and it's real, which okay. is kind of crazy. It's not like you lose control of your body or anything like that, but you're really all you really care about is what the hip, uh, hypnotist is, is saying. So I was like, dang, this thing actually works. Um, I downloaded the Joseph Clough, Clough podcast yep. and then started listening to his hypnosis almost every single night. And uh, that's really when I started into it. And then later on, I learned of like t Tony Robbins and his whole approach and things like that. And ever since then, that's just what I've been practicing. Dude, I love it. I love it. Um, talk me through, you know, some rituals that you do right now on a daily, weekly, monthly or things you'd like to do more of. But, you know, you consider them mindfulness. Yeah. You know, mindfulness, I think I think that there's a lot of different ways that you can achieve this. And for me, the number one thing I do in the mornings is I use a five-minute journal, which you go through you know, the three things that you're grateful for, uh, three affirmations for yourself, and three things that would make that day amazing. And literally just that five minutes that you're spending with yourself in the morning to plan that out uh, really changes the whole tone and the whole perspective of your entire day. Um, one of the things that people might th uh, might think is kind of crazy too when it comes to mindfulness is like uh, exercising. But I could not be mindful when I was exercising with free weights. I actually found uh, this place called Union Ride. They're in Newport yeah. Beach. They're in uh, at the Tustin Marketplace as well. And it's nuts because it is loud, like <laughs> EDM uh, dubstep, and you're like moving around like crazy. But my phone is away. And all I'm really focusing on is breathing and my body's movements, which is a huge practice with mindful meditation, right? So those are the two major things that uh, uh, major things that I really do. You know what's interesting about what you just said? So for those who just tuned in, um, Entrepreneur Nation, 88.9 FM, and your host, Ash Kumra, we just talked about with Mikhail, you know, some aspects of what it means to get into that mindful state. And what I liked what you said is that you go into this at least outside this busy class with bumping music, you know, lots of just, you know, people and energy. It's like, yeah, let's get fit, you know, all that kind of stuff. And this is an example of what I said earlier, where when you're mindful, it's not about letting the outside come to you. It's about your inside dictating what you show on the outside. So even though it's outside and it's noisy, you're calm, you're in your zone, you're in your element, you're in your flow. It's kind of like these athletes, you know, when you see those uh, representations on movies when they're, they're about to shoot a basket and they, f they freeze out the sound and it's mm -hmm. like them in the basketball court, you yeah. know, or them in the, the pitchers throwing the ball and it's just them trying to hit the, you know, the baseball or them talking to their head. I, I got this. I'm going to do this. It's similar to that in a way, right? A hundred percent. And it's like, and I think a lot of people do it when they're listening to music as yeah. well, especially when you listen to the same song that you've heard a million times is it, you're able to like almost tune it out in such a way and really just kind of get in like a flow state i think and uh, that's kind of what that does for me i like this flow state so tell me when what happens to you when you get into this flow state honestly it, it, it's like that scene that you're talking about with the with you know everything tuning out so 
there's a there's an actual record I, or an album I listen to. It's Cascade. It's me, not you. I don't. Okay. Know. Ah, I love that. Yeah, yeah. That one. All the beats are very like. It's just like dooch, 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 like throughout the whole thing. Okay. And so I'm able to kind of block that out. And really, like I can write for like hours, and that's kind of what I turn on if I have to go into that accounting phase. Yes. Jay Z encore. Nice. I, I just just that whole song. Can I get an encore? Do you want more? It's just like it gets me in that state. And, yeah. uh, and even when I'm like writing the certain lines, like you know something like "What well, can they wave at you?" or something, I like throw my hand up when I'm typing. It's so funny. It happens subconsciously. Like I just do it. Or it's different uh, for everybody. Or that, or when he says when I'm like we're not like Jordan four five. I like do this little like wave dance with my hand. It's so funny. And I even if like I'm writing or like I'm talking, all of a sudden if I'm on the phone or I'm like talking to you, playing, I'll just do that or I'll just do the wave thing when it comes. And I do like the pageant wave. I don't. I've never done a pageant. I have no history of doing a pageant, but I just do a wave thing. I don't know. Subconsciously, I've just seen too many Macy Day parades. But anyway. I like what you're saying. And you know one thing? I'm curious to hear your thoughts. What do you think about – because this is not uncommon. I have read that a lot of busy execs listen to a repetitive song or a sequence of songs or certain type of music. Like Tim Ferriss has this like repetitive orchestra music when he mm-hmm. writes. I've heard people that do music that is in the, uh, you know, the dubstep – you know, EDM, for instance, um, I have this creative director. She listens to, like, really intense, like, dubstep, hip-hop-inspired EDM music. And it's, like, very, like, externally, it's, like, this crazy music. But internally, it's, like, it doesn't matter. It's just what she gets out of it. She just has that flow. Why do you think you specifically prefer to listen to a specific sequence of songs that you already know versus new songs to get in that state? A hundred percent with that album, um, the beats are so repetitive that, like, I know what's going to happen already. So it's literally just blocking out. And in addition to that, if I'm listening to like hip hop, rock and roll, anything like that, I'm listening to the lyrics, I'm listening to guitar, uh, to guitar riffs. So I'm not able to focus on what I'm actually doing because I'm so like engulfed in the music. So listening to something that you're already familiar with is, in my opinion, really meditative. And you know how much I love Family Guy, too. It's something that I'll have on in the background because I know every single line. Okay, we need to talk about that because you (laughs) talked about... I remember this. When we were... uh, When we first met, when we did that panel, we talked about how you, like look at media sometimes to clear your head like we talked offline about movies and shows like family guy what does family guy do for you honestly family guy is such ridiculous humor <laughs> where it's just like all right i feel like so much of my life is so serious okay like, you know what well i mean said, like well I, we have so like yeah. we have so much fun at blue light which is amazing um you know i get to work with my best friends but honestly like we're running a business you know it's serious we're yeah. dealing with clients and we're dealing with you know like their businesses as well so not only are we running theirs but like we're the first people to blame and the last people to give credit to as a marketing mm, agency yeah. right so i have to put on family guy because it's like i don't have to but i really love to because it's just i mean shoot like so what is the most stressful part let's let's go to specific like what is what aspect of running your marketing agency often you need to tap into these mindful activities whether it's the music whether it's doing your bike class whether it's watching family guy whether it's hiking whether it's working out whatever what is the part you know it's i wouldn't say it's stressful it's more of a pressure of just trying to come through your come through for your family you know what i mean like i don't have any kids yet i don't i'm not married or anything okay. but like i work with my best friends yeah. and if i'm not performing at 100 percent, 
like they're they might suffer in the long run like if a client cancels and if there's not enough work or something like that so it's just the pressure of like you know staying on top of your game at all times and knowing that you always have to be on because you're the first person and the last person like your clients want to talk to as well as your entire team really you know what i mean like you have to kind of just be on for them and be able to perform at all times now one thing I liked that you said about being that example, I'm just curious, like, how do you define being at 100%? And let me tell you what I mean, because there's different versions of being at 100%. You know, I believe that you compete with yourself, but there's this moniker that you have to compete with others. You know, it's interesting, people people who study sports players, which is probably the most one of the most competitive case studies. You look at Black Mamba, you look at Air Jordan, and you think, gosh, they're so competitive, they must be... You know, why are they trying to beat others? They're not trying to beat others. They're trying to beat themselves. They're trying to, like, compete with themselves to be the best version of themselves. In order for that to happen, they then become this example for their team players. Do you feel that when you say you're 100%, are you saying 100% of what you think or what others think? 100% of what I think. Good. Yeah, and then, and now... Did you have to learn that, though? Yes. Okay. I mean, yeah, I think I did. And then I realized that 100% isn't necessarily working 18 hours, and it's not necessarily like slamming 100 deals in a month, like not that that's ever happened, but like, um, but being 100% in a lot of situations is just being entirely present with your team. Like putting down the phone, what is your concern? You know what I mean? How can we fix this? How can we fix this for you? How can we fix this for the client? And then giving 100% in, our, in the agency spot, you know, is like, um, being entirely present for our clients as well. Like you have to have that mental space. And that's why I think being mindful is so having that, those moments of like mindful meditation, whatever you need to do to clear your head is so important because if, if you're not right in your head, you're not going to be able to be right for your team, for your clients and for the business as a whole. I like that. Okay. Okay. What are some other mindful things you do? <laughs> uh, I love, I, I don't know if this is necessarily mindful, but mindful is what you perceive. It right? Yeah. Um, I love going to the movies and watching okay. movies. It's just, it's what I love to do on Sundays. I will definitely watch at least one. So if I had to do a quick just read on you, I'm getting the fact that you love artistic things get you into that flow state, such as certain music, TV show, movies. Um, I mean, it makes sense. You run a creative agency, you do creative work, and you have a good creative vibe. Like talking to you about creative stuff is very easy. I'm more comfortable talking to you about creative vibe than like, some like i don't know insurance agent about stuff i mean no offense to insurance agent i'm just saying creatively like no, i get I your vibe you. i mean in your whole image it's very creative <laughs> you know i have a creative crush on you i guess i don't know <laughs> yes <laughs> wow okay stuff i say on air anyways <laughs> um how so do you feel there's do you feel so, the things you need to do have to have a creative element even the bike class you mentioned union ride mm -hmm. it's a creative way you're not just doing 24-hour spin or doing a peloton bike like no you're in a place with like you know, really upbeat, creative music, and it's like this motivational kind of. It's a very creative way of yeah. doing a spin class, which is why you love it, right? Yeah. There's two things that I need out of any type of media content or something that I'm yeah. doing. If it's music, it has to move me. Okay. Like, I cannot listen to like. No offense to anybody that likes Mumford and Sons, but get that out of here. Like it what does. Is Mumford and Sons. That that's fine. You don't need to. <laughs> I'd love it. <laughs> wow. Way to diss all the Mumford and Sons yeah. listeners. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> but like, it doesn't move me. Okay. But rock and roll, hip hop, like dubstep, all that stuff, it moves me. And then if it's, oh, I see what you know saying. what I mean? Like physically. I have a musical confession then. I mean, a little off topic, but you kind of sparked the thought. So for me, I love old school music. Like I, I love Sinatra. I love, um, 
you know, the Rat Pack, like the, you know, the, the, the artists from that like genre or those, those, those three individuals. I love the Rolling Stones, but for the life of me, I can't get connected with the Beatles. That's fine. I can't really get connected with uh, Bob Dylan. Yeah, I can't either. Yeah, it's, and I tried it to. Doesn't move me. I tried to yeah. because, like, like many entrepreneurs, I like worship Steve Jobs, and so I was like, "What is Steve Jobs like?" And he's all about Bob Dylan. He's all about the Beatles. I mean, yeah. the Apple Company serves a homage to the Apple record label. And I tried and tried and tried, but it takes. Well, you give me one Rolling Stone song, I get it. I'm like, oh my gosh, I wish I saw them at that time. I heard that's a thing. Like you're either a Rolling Stones person or a Beatles person, and you pick the Rolling Stones. Yeah, yeah I'm a Stones. For me, guy. the only reason I, I like the Beatles is because I was raised with it with my by my mom. Okay, but if you weren't, which is beautiful, yeah. but if you weren't, if it was not the nostalgic factor. Um, cause I'm like that with Bollywood songs. Yeah. Like I didn't grow up in India, but like my mom and dad, and all these family parties, we just play hours and hours of fam of Bollywood songs. So now if I go to YouTube and type up these 1980s Bollywood videos, I don't even know what they're doing. I think they're kind of buffoons the way that men dance, especially, but I'm like, I loved it. Cause that's what I, home, it's home where the heart is or right. where the, so I'm just, anyways, on a side note, it's just funny. Um, yeah. Well, the other thing about movies I was, or like movies yeah. and media is like, if it doesn't, if it's not moving me, then I have to think. Okay. And we talked briefly about it. Um, you mentioned, like, what's your favorite movie to watch? And it's Fight Club. Yeah. And I think that, and what's crazy about Fight Club is I think on its surface, a lot of people think it's about a Fight Club when it has nothing to do with that. What do you think it's about? Uh, multiple things. One, I think it's, you know, the true meaning of being a human being in general. Like, mm -hmm. there's that scene where they're in the bus and they point to the yep. Calvin Klein model. It's like, is that what a man looks like? <laughs> And he just says no, you know what I mean? And so so there's that. And I also think it has a lot to do with, um, I think it has a lot to do with community as well yep. and what people can do to uh, with each other um, in that type of movement. And there's all these sub like uh, undertones of obviously like the anarchist type of thing. Yeah. But when he goes through that whole um, monologue of like, you're not your khakis, you're not your wallet, you're not your effing bank account, that type of thing, like that really hit me when I was younger um, because it allowed me to not identify myself by like what I was wearing and more of who I was around. You know okay. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was really important. And then um, if you read the book Fight Club, I, I think it also has a lot to do with like with relationship between a man and a woman and how that can really bring out different sides of you. You know, one thing that we talked about, this is the last thing I want to talk about the mindfulness. And by the way, thank you for doing this. This is the first time. And for those who are just tuning in, I mean, we're nearing the last few minutes of this, but this is a special segment on Entrepreneur Nation with my boy, Mikhail Offen with Blue Light Media. We're talking about how you can use mindfulness to help you deal with those challenges of building a business or if you're working for a business, how do you just deal with the stress or pressure of just hitting your goals, milestones, being the best version of yourself, etc. And, you know, we're talking about different examples. What I like about this interview is that we're not just talking about the traditional meditation mm -hmm. or like, you know, mantras and other things that you read, which are totally fine. We're trying to show that mindfulness is everywhere. It's the little activities that you can do, you know, walking, watching movies, listening to creative music, uh, you know, getting in that creative state. One last thing I want to get to, get to you to talk about, if you can, is talk about, you know, you journal and you do gratitude mm -hmm. type of work. Why is that important for you and how does that help you as a business owner? I think that, I think that no matter how bad things get, there's always something to be grateful for. Yeah. And if you can point that out every day, there's that old, there's that Tony Robbins saying, uh, where your focus goes, energy flows. Yeah. And so if I'm going to focus on anything 
it's going to be my relationships. Like you'll write and you'll see if you ever opened up my journal, which you shouldn't, it's probably actually not gonna have anything to do with money, new clients or anything like that. It's gonna be a conversation I had with Nelson. Yeah. It's gonna be like holding my, uh, holding my girlfriend's hand for more wow. than like 15 minutes. Like those are the things that are yeah. really important. And if you take those things, your relationships, um, the people around you and your values and you really focus your energy toward those things instead of worldly things, not to get real crazy, instead of worldly things like money, then you can't really go wrong because you can always find a way to nurture those things as opposed to, you know, I don't know, building up a bank account. So I think it's really important to align your focus with the things that are important to you and not the things that like are important to this world. Okay. Well, on that note, first off, I want to thank you for being on the show. Thank you for blessing us with thank your presence. You, and we're definitely going to have you on again. Um, this is too short of a segment, but this is like a part one of many parts. And, um, you know, where is, what's the best way for people to find you if they want to connect with you? Uh, the best way for people to find me is either at uh, bluelight.media. All of the emails go through, go <laughs> through the site, go straight to me. Or you can find me on Instagram at Mick, M-I-Q-K, and the Q comes before the K. And the Q goes, okay, I love that. Well, everyone, thank you for supporting the show. Um, if you want to reach out to me for guest ideas, for show ideas, for topics, if you want to be on the show of any sort or you just have suggestions, you just want to say what up, uh, I am at Ash Kumra, A-S-H-K-U-M-R-A, at Facebook. Um, that's my LinkedIn also if you just type in my name or um, on Instagram. And this is on IG Live. Thank you for the live army for typing in the comments and thoughts. Um, prior to the show with feedback on how to make this great. You are the reason why I am doing this interview because some of you had actually suggested to bring in some actual guests, so thank you. I honor you for that. And tune in, check out the station, support our station. This is a 24-7 or 24-by-7 station, 365 days of the year. Yes, or even open on holidays. Check them out, support us on social. Um, you know that statement, go lo you know support local. I'm going to just say support station, kind of think of it that moniker. So Twitter, at K-U-C-I-F-M. Instagram, at K-U-C-I-F-M. And at Facebook, at K-U-C-I-8-9. I'm going to play a little music before our next show comes up. But have a great day, everyone. I hope you all... Achieve whatever you want to achieve. And remember, the hustle's real. No matter what, you got this. Things are going to happen in your life. But no matter what, at the end of the day, you can achieve whatever it is. Believe in yourself. People are there to support you. The universe wants you to thrive.